I left my failing business that resulted in thousands of dollars of debt and almost killed my passion for entrepreneurship to set out on a journey to build a business I could enjoy doing the rest of my life. I went all in to learn a new skill and found myself in the world of funnel marketing. Now I get to talk to entrepreneurs who are creating mass movements and empowering others. I don't know how I'll do it yet, but I know I want to join them. Follow me on my journey as I speak with top entrepreneurs to learn the strategies they are using to build their movements and grow their businesses. I'm your host, Susan Leonardson, and this is Amplify Your Impact. Hey everyone, Susan Leonardson here. If you missed the last episode, go check it out right after this one. Brittany Bolin was my guest and she shared amazing tips about being an attractive character to grow your audience. On this episode, I have Jenny Hansen Lane. Jenny is obsessed with sharing all she knows as she paves the way and makes room for others. Her core values for living life are based on vulnerability, which means she's comfortable opening up to people and she cares deeply about the success of others. She launched a podcast this year called Disarming Honesty and it reached number two for self-help on New and Noteworthy. And I'm so excited to speak with her today. Please welcome Jenny. Hi, Jenny. How are you? So great. So excited to be on your podcast. It's been the highlight of my day. I've been looking forward to it all day. So Jenny, you started out as a wedding photographer and now you don't do that anymore. Now you are more of a life coach. Yeah. Well, what we'd call it is a paradigm shift coach. So really it's for those people that are in a rut and they've been, you know, they've been running a business from two to five years and they're just not making any headway. And usually it's because of their own limiting beliefs. They think, well, I could never be this wealthy or wealthy people are not nice. We all have these things that we're raised with that we just don't realize that sometimes we're the only ones that stand in our own way. And so when we're able to get with somebody else that's a couple chapters ahead or who has done it before, they can help you remove those mental blocks and make those paradigm shifts to leverage and just to get out of your own way. So tell me what that looks like when someone comes to you, what, what, um, what's the first step? I'm trying to dig into more of how this works. That's a great question. So typically, um, I'll tell you like how it first started in New York city. I was living in New York city. I was taking classes at NYU for, um, philanthropy. And I met a woman that was a fashion designer and, um, she knew I did photography and we were going to redo her portfolio. I was going to take her pictures and I was digging into her business and asking her, you know, why isn't this working? And that's not normal for a photographer to be asking someone that personal of questions about their business. But for me, I needed to understand that to deliver the product. And so we met the second time and she said, just so you know, I just fired my life coach and I'm going to hire you as my life coach. And I had never <laughs> taken on a position like that before. So I was flattered and excited. And what we did is we sat down and we talked about, okay, why aren't you getting the gigs that you used to get? What's happening? And you know, what it really came down to is our mess is our message. There's a lot of things that we go through in our personal life that we, we think we can separate and compartmentalize, but they really blend into our business. And so as we were able to pull back the layers that really she was afraid to transition and make the paradigm shifts into the techno technological world, she was so used to handing her portf a physical portfolio to somebody to say, here's my work. And you know, she's a fashion designer in 2011 and now it's all digital portfolios. And so a lot of that was just overcoming the mindset that like, even though you used to deliver tangibles, now it's digital and that you can catch up with the, 
with the technological advances. And so there was just a lot of um, lack of confidence that she had that we had to work through for her to feel comfortable enough to start getting back in the industry. And so really, um, a lot of psychologists use this when they meet with people and they call it the seven whys. And a great story was about a man that um, met with a coach and he said, I'd like to make $100,000 a year. And the psychologist said, why? He said, well, I want to spend more time with my kids. And he said, why? And he said, well, because I don't see him a lot and I have joint custody. And he said, well, what, you know, why does that matter? And he asked him why seven times. And on the seventh why, they, the guy said, I need to make more money because I'm afraid if I don't, my daughter will become pregnant and my son will get shot in a drive-by shooting because we live in a horrible neighborhood or his mom lived in a horrible neighborhood. And so this coach said, every time, you know, what can you do to make $100,000? He said, well, I need to make more phone calls. So what he did is he put up a piece of paper that said 100 phone calls and then the worst case scenario if he didn't did it, which is kind of extreme, right? Like your daughter getting pregnant or something. But this guy was able to take out his whys and really see him. And he started making those phone calls because he knew his why. His why was so deep and he hit $100,000 in five months. And it, you know, he, he exploded from there. So there's a lot of little things that when you get with somebody that is driven to help you become your best self, you just help people kind of, okay, take a step out of your own way and let's let this momentum build. Absolutely. And I've I love that. Um, I actually have never heard of the seven whys. Obviously, we've heard of, you know, having a why, what is your reason, and like keep digging deeper, but I've never heard the number put on it. So I think that's probably super helpful for people that are listening, like, because that's something that I've always struggled with, like getting down to that deepest level. It's like, well, how much further do I need to go? So now I know I need to go at least yeah. seven you know, wise deep. Like inception. <laughs> and also it requires a lot of vulnerability on your part to get that deep. And I think that we stop ourselves because we truly don't believe that we can have amazing lives. So it's kind of like, well, I'd like to do this if you're not busy, when really it's like you have the ultimate power and limitless capacity to do whatever you want, but you have to allow yourself to dig deep and say, am I living my deepest passion? I love that. So you just started helping her. You helped her overcome her lack of confidence. And then like, I mean, what, what happened with her? What was her story? Did everything start turning around for her? Yes, it was amazing. So we did her portfolio and she got a job with Gap Kids in New York City within three weeks. And she was like, I don't need a life coach anymore. And she just kind of like spread her wings and flew away. And I loved that because it showed me that like, really, some people just need permission. Some people just need permission to say, I want to be great. Can you push me over the edge to help me fly? And so that's kind of what a paradigm shift coach does is just help people remove the mental blocks to be able to do it. And there's so many different types of paradigm shifts that we have, whether it's being vulnerable or money mindset. And so really, it can be personalized each coaching session or program to what this business owner or this entrepreneur is trying to achieve. People are asking me like, how do you, you know, with a paradigm shift, how does that happen? And I was trying to think of what my earliest memory was of a paradigm shift. And when I was really little, my dad, my mom and dad had eight kids in 11 years. And we remember um, there was a truck that drove up the street and it was playing music. And we asked our parents like, what is that? And my dad said, oh, that's the music man. And um, we went outside, my parents met at a dance club, so we love music. We went outside and we would dance when this truck would come up the street and play his music. And a couple of days later, this neighbor kid came up and he was like, what are you guys doing? We're like, we're dancing to the music truck. 
he's like, you mean the ice cream man? And we're like, <laughs> what? Like our dad obviously was teasing us. But in that moment, when I learned that I could get ice cream from that truck, it changed my thought process, right? So now, now when the ice cream truck pulls up, when I hear the music, I go ask my parents for money to go, to go, you know, I envision myself getting this ice cream. And that's like a very subtle paradigm shift I had as a child that I thought one thing I received more information and it became something different. And so paradigm shifts really can help us process a lot of things in our life, but we have to be willing to go through that uncomfortable growth period to get there. And I always use that example of like my very first paradigm shift because I have so many funny ones, but I think we have to be playful about it. I think because there's a lot of times where we believe something so deep inside and it might not align with our higher purpose and it might not align with where we need to go in our life. And that's the ultimate goal, right? We want to be able to have the tools and resources to live our best life, but we need to be able to align our thoughts and shift accordingly. And so our community, we call them the shifters, you know, because that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to shift our paradigms into our greatest purpose. Absolutely. Okay. So I can't let you go now without asking to share another paradigm shifting story. Cause you just said that you have many funny ones. Yeah. You asked for it. Here it goes. Okay. So I'm from Utah and in the summer, there's a really big holiday. It's called pioneer day and it's bigger than most July 4th celebrations. And everyone gets together. They light fireworks. There's rodeos. It's crazy. I was born on that day. My parents barely made it to the hospital. They got pulled over on the way. Could have had a police escort. That's kind of how I came into the world. So growing up, like my dad told me it was Jenny Hansen day because it was, right? Yeah. So we would go to the parade. My dad was a politician. He'd get the announcer at the parade to say, we'd like to welcome Jenny to Jenny Hansen day. And I had all these announcements and all these uncles cracking jokes. Everybody had an off that this truly was like Jenny Hansen Day. I thought that's what birthdays were like. And then it was probably the same neighbor kid, right? That was like, that's an ice cream man, silly. He's like, <laughs> it's not Jenny Hansen Day. It's Pioneer Day. And I'm like, what? What? You know, and this is a funny paradigm shift because I'm eight or nine and I'm trying to reconcile like, but all these celebrations are happening and people are telling me it's for me. And this is, this is an interesting thing with paradigm shifts. Sometimes we have a perception of our reality and we receive more information like, oh, it's Pioneer Day. Now I have the chance to accept or reject that information. And, you know, it wasn't until I was 18 years old, I was living in New York City that I had a birthday outside of Utah. It was the worst day ever because no one did anything and nobody cared. And so even though I know the truth that it is pioneer day and also my birthday, that is a paradigm shift. I haven't truly shifted into. I still think it's fun to live in Jenny Hansen or Jenny Hansen day, but I think that's okay. I think there's, you know, that's a playful one. And I think sometimes we, we don't always um, embrace the challenge that we have when, you know, when we know, like, for example, when we know that we need to make more money to, to live the life that we want to live, but that's going to require some really hard changes, maybe financially or saving or investing in certain ways. And so we kind of sit on it for a little while because it doesn't quite resonate with, you know, we don't have, we're not, we're not converted to the whole idea of spending less. And so paradigm shifts are so fun because they're so personalized and they can come out of nowhere, but also they challenge us 
just to really believe, you know, to know, to kind of challenge where we believe, but also knowing that if we have a goal and we want to get there, we might have to give up certain ways of thinking. And one of them is that you are good enough. I think sometimes we just think we're not good enough when really that belief doesn't serve anybody. And so when we do paradigm shift trainings and I do one-on-one dives where I dive into your business with you, I, I would tell the, you know, I would tell you that you have to let go of those things of, the, of those um, limiting beliefs that you aren't good enough because no one believes that, but yourself. That's, that's super powerful. And that immediately brought to my mind, like I've been going through some major growth pains lately <laughs> with, um, you know, growing my business and launching this podcast. And there have been times when I've been like, you know what, this is getting uncomfortable and maybe I don't really want to be doing this. And I think maybe my life is already okay. It's good. It's good enough. So not even necessarily me good enough, but just my situation, my circumstances, it's good enough. I don't really need to be stretching further than I need to be. But then, you know, that's where it it becomes so important to have someone telling you no, to have that, um, that coach in your life or support that's like, no, this is just a natural thing that your brain and your body are doing. They're retreating back into what's comfortable and you're not actually happy with the, the way that things are. So that's immediately what came to my mind. And I think that's what you're, what you're speaking to as well. Yes, totally. And Susan, it's crazy because would you ever say that to your kids? Would you ever say like, okay, yeah, you don't want to be stretched. Okay. Yeah. I'll do this for you. You know? And that's, we would never do that. We will, we are, our job is to make incredible human beings out of these little people. And it requires us to make them do hard things. Um, And so I just think it's so applicable for us that we are made for more and we have to believe it, but we have to do the work to get there. That's been a major, major shift in my own paradigm, just going through that as well. And it's so, it's so powerful. Once people can get over that struggle and I mean, it's continuous though. It happens all the time. I've had it multiple times <laughs> come into my, my brain that way in the last month. And it's just something you have to con- continuously fight. And I don't know what it takes. Does it take someone in your life to tell you over and over, or do you ever, do your clients or students ever get to the point where they don't need your help or have, do they reach a point where um, they've been given the tools that they can overcome those issues on their own? That's such a great question. And I think about it a lot. And the way I describe it is like normalizing greatness. So they come to me for their problems and then we overcome them, but they come up with more problems in different ways. But because they've laid the foundation of being vulnerable and getting over those things, the problems that they're dealing with are very good problems that they don't actually retreat from. And they're excited to get out of bed and do because they know that they're living their higher passion. So when you're telling me this, this thing that, you know, you have this opposition, like, oh, maybe you shouldn't try or, you know, just be comfortable. I don't think if you ever gave into that voice, you would be happy. And I think you know that too. And so yeah. I, I think that's part of being vulnerable you just sharing that you have those thoughts is huge. How many people can relate to that? Thousands upon thousands of people. But what you're doing is you're pushing through that pain and you're normalizing what it means to be great by actually launching the podcast, having the episodes out there. And now that's your new normal. Now that you've done that, there's going to be other things that you're like, oh, maybe I won't, but 
you know that you'll never be happy just being mediocre, right? And I think that's the thing that people don't realize is that they're having the paradigm shifts, but they're not recognizing them to relish in them. And that's why it's so great to have a paradigm shift coach because it's like, Susan, go celebrate that. Don't do anything else until you recognize how great this achievement was. That's so true. Amazing. (laughs) That's exactly what I've been going through. And you're right. There's thousands of people that are going through the same thing. So hopefully those that are listening, this is helpful to you. Um, Okay. So Paradigm Shifters Academy is the place to go on Instagram and Facebook and also paradigmshiftersacademy.com, right? Correct. Cool. And then if people want to just connect with you, they can find you on Facebook. What's your, um, or, or Instagram. Is that right? What are your handles? Yep. You can find me at Jenny Hanson Lane. And if you want to look at my previous life of photography, that's Jen Folio. You Google that you'll find lots and lots of stuff. So awesome. Jenny, thank you so much for talking with me today. It's been eye-opening and (laughs) just kind of validating what I've gone through the last month and that we can overcome all of our issues. (laughs) Totally. Um, If you, if you guys need some additional help, if this is a struggle you're going through, I really encourage you to reach out to Jenny and she would be able to help you so much. So Jenny, thank you again for being here. Thanks for having us. It was such a pleasure. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Amplify Your Impact. If you're enjoying the show, I have a little favor to ask you. Would you please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast to help me reach more people? As a thank you, I want to give you access to the Mass Movement Summit, where you can listen to interviews from over 50 entrepreneurs on over 10 different topics. All you need to do is go rate, review, and subscribe this podcast, Amplify Your Impact, then send me a screenshot that you did it to podcast at susanleonardson.com. And I'll make sure you get that access to the summit. Thanks so much.